let's be real. Lawsuits are no fun, but with Paulson and Nace, at least they are a little easier. With two DC-born partners, Paulson and Nace will fight for you the way only a Washingtonian could. Paulson and Nace handles medical malpractice, wrongful death, and other complex injury cases involving negligence. So if you have been hurt or lost a loved one because of someone else's mistake or negligence, call Paulson and Nace for a no-obligation consultation. Visit www.paulsonandnace.com or call 202-463-1999. I've loved talking about this city that we all call home together, along with all of you. We're talking about issues from issues that are life and death to issues that are fun, right? I think that we show such different sides of the city. And if you've been wondering, like, how might you support our work and the team that brings you these stories about D.C. every day? Michael, how can people do that? They can become founding members of CityCast. They can join our membership drive, which is going on right now. And I will say, like, I have been, for a lot of the last, I don't know, 15 years, I've been, like, the boss of something, which means I've been a person who has to, like, watch the budget and be very aware of that. And I'm I'm not now, which is awesome. <laughs> but one thing I can tell you is that doing good stuff in media, whether it's this podcast or reporting or magazines, whatever, doing good stuff in media costs money. And the... Uh, Part of the plan for CityCast has been that, uh, you know, in addition to those ads that we read in such a pretty way, uh, it's going to have members who sustain it, who make it sustainable and who help us do the work that we do. And that is what's going on right now. And if you sign up before December 8th, you get to be a founding member, which is like someday that's going to be a rank you can pull on people, I promise. And it only costs as little as $8 a month. You get all kinds of great perks. Like if you Love us talking pretty in your ears every day. Well, you can get ad-free material and other perks. So it's definitely worth it. And you can sign up to be a member at membership.citycast.fm. Today on CityCast DC, the leaves are falling and there's a chill in the air. Winter weather in DC is officially on its way. So when the temperature drops, it can be tempting to cozy up inside, especially if you don't love the cold weather like me. But Jade Womack of Clock Out DC is here to tell us about the fun, charming things to do around town this winter. Today's Wednesday, December 6th. I'm Bridget Todd, and here's what DC is talking about. Jade, welcome back. I'm so excited to see you again. Thanks for having me. Happy holidays. Yes. So speaking of the holidays, everybody is saying that D.C. should be gearing up for one of the coldest, snowiest winters in the last few years. I hope that's not true. But what are your thoughts on that? Are you, are you, a, are you a cold weather girly? So in high school, we were out of school for two weeks because D.C. got a lot of snow. And then I got all of the holiday break to work on an essay I was procrastinating on. So honestly, <laughs> that sounds great to me. Let the snow come. <laughs> that snow like saves your butt. Oh, for sure. Yeah. My IB history paper was not that great and it needed a little winter magic. So since you have the skinny on all the things happening in D.C., what are some 
things that folks can do this winter season that are outside if they want to enjoy some of that cold weather? If you want to enjoy some of the outdoor weather, I would recommend going to Georgetown Glow. It's their light art exhibit. It's a curated art exhibit. I think compared to, for example, Zoo Lights, which is just like, here's beautiful lights everywhere all over the Smithsonian Zoo, or Enchant, which is very magical, but like the -the over-the-top Christmas decor and lights. What's interesting about Georgetown Glow is that you have a lot of light art sculptures, and they have five different installations throughout the neighborhood. And what's really nice about Georgetown Glow is that It's from 5 to 10 p.m. You can come and go as you please. And there are plenty of little restaurants that are really well decorated in the neighborhood that you could pop into and get warm, like Martin's Tavern or Philomena. See, I feel like Georgetown Glow might be more my speed. I've often wanted to go to Zoo Lights, but something about it just seems like it's a lot of rigmarole. And I think Georgetown Glow might be a little bit less, like maybe lower impact. Well, yeah. So zoo lights, right? You're walking up that massive hill when you enter the zoo or well, you're going down the hill and then you have to walk back up the hill. And when I was in high school, wow, I feel like I'm just talking about high school this whole episode. (laughs) I actually went on my first date at zoo light. So it has a very special place because if you think about teenagers or, or, or high schoolers, there really aren't that many places you can go out at night and do something kind of fun. And what was really great was the zoo was open, including the small animal house. And so you just grab a cider and walk through all the different exhibits while enjoying the lights. But this year, there are time tickets. They're $6. All the houses are closed, um, but it still has that like lightway magic. Okay. So that's something that's kind of cool if you want to be outside. Let's talk a little bit about inside events. I go for a walk around Adams Morgan usually every day. And when I was walking by Adams Morgan, I saw them setting up like a pretty involved looking holiday pop-up bar of some kind. Do you know what I'm talking about? Like these kinds of pop-up bars? Yeah. So there are plenty of holiday pop-up bars in the city. Um, That one is called Miracle at Death Punch. And their kind of sister one is called A Sip and Santa. And this year it's at Black Whiskey. So Miracle is your very classical, like Home Alone-esque decor with the nutcracker, but over the top, balloons up on the ceiling, a train running around, and there's probably going to be a screen somewhere with like a fireplace showing on display. Uh, Sip and Santa is kind of the parallel cousin, and that has more of that tiki theme. If you remember Archipelago, it was a tiki bar that existed on U Street. It closed. Black Whiskey took that torch. And so if you'd rather have more of like a pina colada in a nice little reindeer mug, like that's where you would go for Black Whiskey um, for a pop-up bar. But there are so many around the city. And in addition, I have to put a shout out for Ivy and Coney's pop-up bar, which has like this outdoor heated patio that's covered and just kind of different nooks where you can get cozy with people. But they have a Chivy and Coney, which is their Hanukkah bar. And they actually do Hanukkah services when Hanukkah is going on. Um, And you can get latkes, which who doesn't want a warm latke when it's cold outside? Oh, love a warm latke. Love the cozy vibes. Love the inclusivity. We love all of it. Yeah. And actually, there's um, a Motown speakeasy theme bar on Liddy on 8th Street I have to shout out as well. And that was really fun. Like they had like an Obama portraiture, kind of like sitting cozy, Santa Claus-esque setup. And then in addition, there's going to be like a Victorian Christmas bar at the Golden Age, which is a new cocktail bar in DuPont Circle. And so I'm really excited to see kind of a more retro Samantha American Girl doll-esque exhibit too. (laughs) Was Samantha your favorite American Girl doll? You know, there were a lot of Samantha events during my childhood in D.C., especially at the Herrick House. And when I was talking to the Herrick House, they said that there's a lot of generation of people my age that come to the Herrick House recalling their tea time with Samantha, American Girl doll moment. Oh my God. I wish I had gone to that. Samantha took over D.C. for a little bit. I love that. That's adorable.
It's time to get dressed up, DC. So Others Might Eat is having its Young Professionals Network Spring Soiree. That's to help raise funds for homelessness in DC. The gala is on the evening of May 17th at the National Museum of Women in the Arts. There will be live music from DJ Heat from the Washington Wizards, photo booths, food, and even a special appearance by a former actor from Pretty Little Liars. Wow. There will also be a canned food drive, so be sure to bring a few cans to support Sum's Food Pantry. Grab tickets before they're gone at sum.org slash spring soiree. That's S-O-M-E dot O-R-G slash spring soiree. See you there. So something about me is that I love plants. I love gardens. I love anything green. Is there anything Christmassy, holiday, wintry that would fit that vibe? Yeah. So season's greetings is my favorite thing to do at the U.S. Botanic Gardens. There's hundreds of poinsettias in the Botanic Gardens. But what makes it special, in my opinion, is that they replicate the National Mall. And every year they add a few buildings. And all of these are made of plants. So you can see the capital sculptured from leaves and twigs and different nuts to make the little moldings on the top. And they have an outdoor train display. Every year they try to change it a little bit. It's kind of a farm theme. So you can kind of travel to different farms around the world in the train display. But the season's greetings is open for extended hours on December 14th, 21st, and 28th till 8 p.m. with holiday music. So if you can't go and catch it during the weekday and you want to stay warm at night, you can go and check that out and it should be very cute. That sounds like a great place to take kids because I feel like a lot of kids really like trains. Yeah, they really like trains. I've actually been told that the Metro's toy train is a great people pleaser if you're looking for a gift. Ooh, that's a good tip. Okay, what about some of the -the off-the-beaten-path museums or places folks might not know about? Well, right now is actually a great time to check out museums because it's so cold outside. Um, The Textile Museum has a really beautiful exhibit right now all about quilts and the culture of quilts, especially related to Washington, D.C. In addition, the DAR Museum, the Dogs American Revolution Museum, um, which is a beautiful building, popular wedding venue, But they have these really cute, I call it like a dollhouse in real life, to be honest, because they have all these individual rooms where you could see like a parlor of the District of Columbia from the 1800s or like the interior of a log cabin living room in Texas in 1910. And so it just has such an array. You walk through it and it's kind of a magical little exhibit. And I think for many museums that focus so much on AI and interactive technologies, it's really cool to just see a recreated room or this kind of a style, which I don't think we see as often anymore in museums. I'm sensing a theme in this conversation, dolls. First, we're talking about American Girl. Now we're talking about dollhouses and IRL. I like this. Yeah, well, my mom, it was my mom's favorite museum, uh, I think, just being, maybe this is like time to be an immigrant, but being able to experience different kinds of American culture throughout time and seeing it in front. That being said, there is a children's room in the DAR museum that you probably don't want to visit. Well, how about this? You do want to visit it. I think it's haunted. You probably should not air this. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) We're definitely airing this. Wait, a haunted room in the museum? (laughs) There is a room just dedicated to like a children's nursery, and it just has hundreds of toys and stuffed animals and dolls. And I always take a pause before entering because I'm like, could this room be haunted? There are probably many haunted places in D.C. Like Georgetown is all haunted, in my opinion. Beautiful, (laughs) but haunted. So if you want to terrify your child this holiday season, maybe your maybe your child's been misbehaving, you want to put a scare into them, this is a great place to do it. it 
Uh, I'm yeah. just kidding. <laughs> Don't do that. <laughs> you know, I, I have often been a little bit of a Grinch about the holiday season and the winter season. I don't like the cold. I don't really like the holidays. But one thing that I do like about this time of year is generally my family and I will go see some sort of holiday jazz. Um, there's lots of great holiday jazz options if you've got family visiting and you're wanting to spend some time with them. Um, Blues Alley usually does a really lovely holiday music jazz night. The Kennedy Center does one every year. It's like a classy affair that I recommend. Yeah, so if, if you're looking for something to do with your family this holiday season, consider some holiday jazz. Yeah, I mean, and also the Kennedy Center has this wonderful array, too, outside the jazz as well. They have, like, tuba Christmas that happens every year, which I think is such a funny event where I think they just do an open call for all the tuba players in D.C. to descend on the Kennedy Center, and they start practicing, and then three hours later they have a free concert. Or um, the National Symphony Orchestra, they have an ugly sweater concert at the Anthem, and tickets start around $25 for that one. So if there's only one of these things that we talked about that you personally, Jade, were going to go to, what would you pick? I would probably pick Seasons Greetings at the U.S. Botanic Gardens. I think it just thinking about how much hard work and labor and artistic vision to create a national mall made of plants. On top of it, it's, it's warm, it's bright, it's colorful, all the poinsettias. And then you just see such a wide range of, of families, dates, individuals, elderly. It's just such a great place to people watch as well and just enjoy the holidays. Well, maybe I'll see you there. Thanks so much. That's all for today here on CityCast DC. If you enjoyed the show, tell a friend who loves cozy winter activities. We'll be back tomorrow morning with even more news from around the city. Talk to you then. 